friends, it's Carol and Sapphire here in the background. And for today's daily update, I'm just going to tell you what I've been doing. So I have walked around the sanctuary. I took a look in at the Bobcat Rehab Hospital. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, my God. Oh, my God. We had Carol Baskin on the show. Well, kind of from afar. Did she do it? Well, those those tigers don't eat kibbles and bits, okay? We know what they eat. Mm-hmm. And it ain't finger looking good. You know, um, I was thinking about that today. How in the 70s, I wasn't alive yet, but I hear, I've seen the story. Alice Cooper got accused of killing chickens because someone threw a chicken up on stage when the, you know, they're doing schools out and 18. Yeah, don't sue me for that. And um, he'd never seen a chicken. He, he grew up in Detroit and he thought, oh, it's got wings. It'll fly. So he threw it in the audience and they tore it apart. And so I was thinking about that today. And Carol Baskin, you know, because she likes to tear shit apart. Um, what is this? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Everyone's asking that question now. I mean, you know, did uh, did she do it? I don't know. Let's see. I mean, you know, she's she's got a a Hillary Clinton vibe to her. I mean, she kind of looks like Hillary Clinton. I I hate to say that, but you know, but she, you know, they're they're two different people that we know of. Oh, the it's not for everybody. That goes to show, you know. Um, what is this? Hey, yo, you cool gassing Carol from Big Cat Rescue. And for today's daily update, I'm just going to tell you what I've been doing. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. That's Carol. That's got to be annoying. <laughs> Does she say that to her husband? Hey, you cool cats and kittens. And we're talking about which one because, you know, the other one, I mean... Maybe she fed him to the cats. I don't know. I wasn't there. But there's a lot of evidence going around. And you know, at the end of the first season, if there's going to be another season, oh my God, get the popcorn. Get the popcorn. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. At first, when I first watched Tiger King, hard to believe it's been a week been a week since i dived into uh that crazy rabbit hole um and at first you know it's funny and it's like oh my god this is like a rat race you know then starts to get a little crazy and then carol baskin kind of put me to sleep at points and i'm like uh time to call it a night and, you know, and then you watch other episodes and then I finally finished it. Was it Monday or Tuesday? I don't remember. I, I finished it and it just got, whoa, this is dark shit. You know, um, it's dark. And, you know, it kind of 
you kind of see it coming. You see it coming in terms of Joe really has... Oh, he's not all there, for one. You know, and yeah, it's entertaining at first, but then he's not, you know, there's no real... There's no... He's not realistic. You know, he thinks he's going to actually win and be governor of Oklahoma. Okay. Um, you gotta, you gotta stay tuned if you haven't seen it. I mean, it is, but like I said, it's not for everybody, you know, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. And then, you know, the husbands, I wouldn't even call them that, you know, it's like, here, will you be with me? Here's some meth and some, some cats and a job. That's basically what he provided for them. Cause you know, 20 cats is 20 cats. It ain't gay. Because then they both hooked up with women, so, um, yeah, you can tell by the teeth and the erat- everyone being erratic that there's a lot of meth. There was a lot of meth involved with Joe Exotico and his animals. You know, hopefully he didn't give the animals meth because then that that's really crazy. You know, I can't picture the tigers. You know, because on that shit they just won't sleep. Or bathe. I've known people who are on that in the past. And I'm kind of just sitting there watching them like, I'm so glad I'm not doing that. I remember one time we were at a poker party. The participants will remain nameless. Uh, Who knows where the hell they are, if they're alive or dead. It's not, it's really not my apple cart. And I remember one person saying to the other person, oh, my God, I'm starting to discover things about myself. Yeah, because you've been awake for how many fucking days and you stink. Oh, my God. Um, you know, um, here's the thing. We all have our pasts, but I'll never forget the smell of someone who has not showered and marijuana and you can tell they've been doing math. They are up all fucking night long. You know, um, I am embarrassed to say that I had a friend staying with me and I could have sworn he was still doing math. He just didn't do it at my house because he knows you don't do that shit here. Like I would. I think he he's responsible for putting fucking viruses on my computer. Because I remember he was borrowing my computer. Well, not borrowing. It was in my room. I would sleep and he'd be on the computer all night long. All night long. All night long. I was like, are you kidding me? All night long. I'm trying to sleep. Oh, okay, that's okay, bro. Or Cuddy or whatever they called me. I was like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? So when my computer finally died after I cut everyone out. And I remember because I had gotten a computer for graduation. And it started to... The blue screen. The screen of death. Yeah, for computers. So, yeah. I was not thrilled I was not thrilled. So fuck him. Yeah. I saw him. 
maybe about two years ago, we went to Starbucks and I was like, I can't hang out with this person because he still smelled. You could tell old habits with him don't die. They continue. So fuck him. You know, ugh. So that's why when I watch Tiger King, I'm like, oh, okay. It's kind of like Breaking Bad. Only this is, this is, I mean, the lowest of the low Breaking Bad. I mean, Jesse Pinkman at least had enough sense to get the fuck out of Dodge. You know. And now he's on Westworld. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Oh, God. So... Do I encourage you, my listeners, to watch Tiger King? Well, here's the thing. If you watch it and you don't like it, that's fine. You know, it's like a piece of cheese. I'm not forcing you to eat it, you know, Uh, or like bologna, which is so fucking nasty. I once knew someone who forced me to eat the bologna and afterwards I just threw it all up in the toilet. But here's the thing with Tiger King. Watch at your own risk. Okay, it's uh, a lot of craziness, a lot of drama. I mean, I could have sworn that one guy reminds me of like if Dan Aykroyd could play him, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of Saturday Night Live, it's nothing to look forward to now. You know, they're there. I mean, what am I going to watch them all doing it from their apartments? Hey, let's do a Zoom Saturday Night Live. No, I'm already tired of this. It's like, I want to go back to civilization. I love how people are like, oh, I'm in quarantine. They're like, they're making the most of it. Fuck you. You can't. We need to be resilient and work for a cure, you know? I'm not going to be a lab rat, though. I thought about it. I thought, hey, maybe I got magical antibodies. But no, 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 no. I don't want to risk it. I don't want to, you know, um, I have to give a shout out to Chris Cuomo of, of, of CNN. I almost said SNL, but of CNN and Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo and I share a birthday. I don't know him, but we're both December 6th birthdays but Chris Cuomo I want you to know that we're all thinking of you you're such a great reporter I've always enjoyed your reporting even when you were at ABC and now you're at CNN I love that you have integrity you know um but I don't always watch CNN I watch MSNBC so but that's just me you know we all have a preference and I also want to give a shout out well Some people are telling me things about Bill Withers, but I like the music, okay? The man, I don't know. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but someone told me something about Bill Withers. But, you know, hey, lean on me. And um, Ain't No Sunshine. and What a talent. And someone who just didn't give a shit about the business. I like that. I like people who just kind of do it on their own terms kind of like the dr zeus podcast earlier i did a q a yes it was short but that's how it is with the dr zeus podcast i used to do really long episodes and then i was like who the fuck has the time for that all the time and i and you know now i'm having to go outside and 
stay in shape. I might just lift weights tonight because I, I did a lot of walking today. A lot. You know. So we shall see. Um, but like I said, it's Saturday night. You know, the night is young. Um, the, I was going to say something else, but I thought, no, I don't want to put my listeners through that. I don't want to scare you all. And say something that my friend used to say because it is a little controversial. But it is the podcast, you know. This is my scene. And yeah. And I love that I've, you know, I created it. And I jokingly tell people this is the Dr. Zeus podcast incorporated. Wouldn't that be great? That, that maybe is a goal. I do my own show. I control my own show. Anchor provides me with a really great platform. I'm very thankful to Anchor for that. And, you know, when I first set out to do this, I I didn't know what I was doing. It was like, okay. I remember in 2012, I tried to do it. And I didn't know how to use the format. I, I even forget what I used. And, you know, like to add background music and I mean, it it was it it was challenging, but not too challenging. You know, it's like, okay, I'm an artist. I I know how to create. I love this do it yourself philosophy always have, you know, and yeah, I, I think I found my niche. I love how people think that they may assume what my current niche is or my talent and you know I'm a pretty good actor shall we say that's all I'm gonna say you know when I need to do it I need to do it but when it comes to the show there's so much passion and and um you know in fact I'm gonna do something interesting so this segment we talked about Tiger King and the aftermath so we're gonna I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna talk about a film, a very legendary film. So we'll be back after these messages. And we're back, Dr. Zeus podcast. So I thought, you know, there's a lot of epic films. When I was coming up in the 90s, there was that epic film that even Elaine from Seinfeld hated. Or as she perfectly says, it sucked. I love um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I loved her on Veep. But Elaine on Seinfeld, come on. Come on. So... The talk of the town in 1996 was, of course, the very long and very yawn-worthy English Patient, starring Ray Fiennes, um, Juliette Bonnoche, who ba- basically beat Lauren Bacall, who was favored to win the Best Supporting Actress Oscar, Kristen Scott Thomas, um, Colin Firth, William Defoe. I mean, there's a whole bevy of people in The English Patient. And I did watch it, but I watched it years later. 
as an adult. I remember my mother watching it, and then it won all those Oscars. Thankfully, it didn't win any of the act. Well, it won one acting, but anyway, not a fan of it. I watched it years later. I thought, God, this shit is so depressing. Um. So a couple of years ago, Turner Classic Movies, thank God, played this epic that I had heard of, but I had never seen. Now, I discovered that years later, my grandmother loved the film, not the English patient. And I think she liked it because of Omar Sharif, who was a good looking man, you know, even had an affair with Barbara Streisand. Yeah. So a couple years ago, I watched Dr. Zhivago. Long, long movie. I was sick. So, you know, when you're sick, you're watching these long movies about people in the snow. A little depressing. I found it depressing at first. Oh, my God, was I wrong. So I watched it off and on a few years later. Uh, hmm. Why am I watching this again? You have Julie Christie, who's... Some for some strange reason looks the same. Is it plastic surgery or is it Botox? I don't know. You decide, Julie Christie. Um, still getting nominated for Oscars. And um, strangely enough, you know, Omar Sharif was not nominated for Doctor Zhivago. Won the Golden Globe. That's really fucked up, right there. And then Julie Christie won for another movie that same year called Darling. Yeah. It was the year of Sound of Music. And I love the Sound of Music. Dr. Zhivago was so epic. It was so Russian. Yet it was filmed in Spain. Um, Anyway, because you couldn't film in Russia back then. Around that time. Watching it the second time around, I really started... Okay, I get it now. I'm a poet. Dr. Dr. Zhivago, Yuri Zhivago is a poet, writing about his love, Lara. Lara. And yet he's got a wife, played by Geraldine Chaplin, um, Tanya. And, you know, it's, it is an epic movie. But what's interesting is that Omar Sharif talked about this years later. The legendary David Lean, David Lean, director of Bridge Over the River Kwai. Lawrence of Arabia, Dr. Zhivago, Ryan's daughter, this legendary British Academy Award winning director, said to Omar Sharif, whom he had had in Lawrence of Arabia, remember he played Ali, said to him, I want you to do nothing. And he had him act with his eyes because he said, we can't show... Yuri Zhivago, writing poetry. We should see it from his eyes, what he's writing, the love that he has for this, these women. And I'm talking about women, not just one, both of them. It's, it is evident. And I started to realize, you know, this is a really great movie. It's an epic. Or is it the human condition? Where, you know, and I'm not harping on 
the English patient. The English patient had a lot of problems, let's just say. A lot of skeletons in the closet. Uh-huh. Well, you know, and that's what happens. So here we are. And, you know, Dr. Dr. Zhivago has held up for, my goodness, 50, is it 54 years? Yeah. Omar Sharif is gone. Or I wouldn't say gone. You know, I listened to what Kelly Carlin said about her father not being gone. He's still around. So, in the, in the spirit. Uh, who else is in Dr. Zhivago? Rod Steiger. He's gone. Let's look at the, let's look at the, I almost said the guest list. Let's look at the cast list. Omar Sharif is, is no longer with us. Or he's in the spirit realm. Julie Christie's still alive. Geraldine Chaplin is still alive. Still alive. Rod Steiger is in the spirit realm. Tom Courtney is still alive. Alec Guinness, obviously, he's gone. Well, in the spirit realm. Um, God. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was it was done. Uh, okay, there's a guy who played young Yuri Yuri Shivago. Okay. It is set between 1918 to 1922. <laughs> yeah. So long. It's like three or four hours. But it's it's a classic, so I wanted to talk about that, and, you know. Yeah. We'll be back after these messages. And now, the Dr. Zeus podcast before bed with Grandma Jaja. Darlings, it is too late to just be me right now. This virus is just horrible. But Donald Trump is to blame. Here, uh, I am a Republican in heaven. But I must tell you, this son of a bitch does not know what he's doing. So even though you vote for him, know that he does not have your best interest at heart. Fuck him. I want to give love to Gavin Newsom of California and... Andrew Cuomo of New York. You're doing wonderful. Wonderful. It's simple, darlings. (sighs) Well, that's a weekend right there. Tiger King aftermath. We're all still thinking about it. Still wishing we had washed our hands before watching it or after because it was so dirty. 
Dr. Shivago and Grandma Shasha. As always, my friends, unpleasant dreams and don't watch Three from Hell. See, I warned them.